Hi, I'm Karen Kalig, and I'm here to talk to you today about my views on instructional technology. Before I go too deeply into the content, I feel that it is important to let you understand my teaching philosophy. I firmly believe that you should never do for a learner what they can do for themselves. For me, that statement is relatively easy to translate into the instructor-led environment. In my experience, most of the technology we use in the classroom environment is primarily utilized by the instructor, his or herself. In that environment, the use of projectors and PowerPoint can be very effective tools. Relevant visuals are not only aesthetically pleasing, they serve as a learning tool specifically to the visual learner. It is important, however, to include engaging activities within the classroom and to be very careful not to just present materials for if you do, that would really be a presentation, wouldn't it? And certainly not an instructional intervention. To create interactivity, there are several types of software, including PowerPoint, but also gaming software that can be used to create knowledge checks, practice, and even final assessments for the users. When technology is used in Teams, these types of tools promote collaboration and fun within the classroom. What I'm trying to uncover in a new endeavor that I've taken on in e-learning is how to translate my teaching philosophy, which again is never do for a learner what they can do for themselves, into the asynchronous e-learning world. I've experienced this in the academic world as a student. They typically have an LMS to provide coursework in the form of modules, and the user search websites, library resources, and textbooks for information to apply to their assignments. These, in turn, are graded and returned as a form of feedback. In the corporate world, however, this process is not typically utilized. Here, the designer uses authoring software to rapidly develop an instructional intervention based on a needs assessment. I have found that in some ways, because of the, my previous instructor-led training experience, technology feels a little limiting. The limitations are a result of my lack of experience and exposure to the tools themselves and their abilities. Many more possibilities will likely avail themselves to me over time with the increased experience and exposure to these tools. The examples I've seen in technology in good e-learning are well-designed and engaging content that have great objectives and learning activities that allow the user to accomplish the goals set before them. Of course, there are opposite sides of every coin. I've also seen very bad e-learning. Some of it utilized beautiful templates and visuals, but lacked interest and interactivity. I've also seen courses that were just bad, period. Poor visuals, poor layout, poorly designed instructionally. There must be a balance in all instruction using technology. Whether it's instructor-led training or e-learning, the goals and objectives must be clear, specific, measurable and observable. The content must be relevant to the learner and tied to the objectives and the engagement should be in the form of practice or reiteration depending on the learning domain. The final goal itself should be some sort of knowledge check that confirms the objectives. These are all basic design principles that must be used in conjunction with technology to create presentations or e-learning to be aesthetically pleasing only is a disservice to the learners. So remember, never do for a learner what they can do for themselves. And that includes in scenarios where technology is involved. For now, I'm signing off. This is Karen Kalig. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.